Hi, hello there. It's Tardy to the Party, the pop culture podcast. Another one, yep. Where Bill and I, Daniel, fill our pop culture holes with media we feel like we're missing. This <laughs> what, we're, what we're cramming into our holes this week? This time we're cramming summer in. in summer the, sausage. This time we're cramming Judy Garland in our holes. Her final film with the MGM in 1950. Summer stock. Oh, most, summer stock. The most, my favorite soup. The most baffling name for a, what's the stock that in is this movie? Boring. I, the, the in the UK, this movie had another name that was like, "Hey, farm town" or something like that. But yeah, summer stock is just also the known most... as musical stereotypes. The movie. It really, yeah. This this movie will want to make you punch some fucking theater theater <laughs> people in the face. Like uh, this movie has good musical numbers. Does it? Some of them. Some of them are forgettable, but there's a couple good ones. It's got some nice choreography in it. Yeah. Uh, it's every- got at least two good dance numbers. Like, every- really good. Yeah. Everything else, aside from that, utterly forgettable. So, like, what that's- it's quite possible I could have seen this movie when I was young and just completely that's forgot true. it. Like, on the TV at your grandparents' place or something. So, this is your choice. What got you picketing another Gene Kelly picketing? So uh, I picketed this because... Uh, <laughs> is I'm on strike. Fucking Gene Kelly, what are you doing? Last time we did Gene Kelly, I talked about the newspaper dance, which is... Oh, you did mention that? Yes. Oh, that's right. That's what you're talking about in this. And I was like, I don't think I've seen that movie. Okay. And then I was like, oh, it's only 109 minutes. I will watch this movie. You're only, it's only 109 minutes. Oh, it's only almost exactly two hours long, yeah. Uh, which, compared to the yeah. two hours and 20 minutes that was Anchors Away, which we did just yeah. two weeks ago, that's that's not nothing, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Yeah. But uh, plus I, I was like, oh, it's Judy Garland's last MGM film. Oh uh, looks- yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of surprised she was ever in anything else again after this. Not even because anything she does on screen in this movie, but just well, there's not oh, a lot man. of notes. Okay, so there's not a lot of notes about this movie. She was cracked the fuck out this when she poor, made this movie. This poor lady, man. Uh, this is only 12 years after. Well, I guess maybe 11 years. Yeah, only 11 I- years. After with the Wizard of Oz, and she, well, they had her on all kinds of drugs for the Wizard of Oz, so she could per- did she like so she she could stay awake and perform oh, and fuck, that's be terrible. up all the time. I only my... she had her she had her her breasts taped down so she looked younger. Yeah, you know what? She was only sixty because I was in her doing the research while watching this movie. Because she's like, got I'm... cans in this, and you're like, what? Uh, I guess you do. So I, didn't, yeah, I wasn't they, looking. They, and I, like the only reason I mentioned that is because of how flat chested she was in Wizard of Oz. I'm like, yeah. They strapped those fuckers down. Well, technically, Dorothy's supposed to be like a twelve year old girl. But you know the thing was, I didn't realize until looking up people's ages for this movie. She was only sixteen when she made uh, Wizard of Oz. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, she's almost thirty in this movie. And because when she first shows up, she looks like fucking Iraq. She well, looks bombed and yeah, depleted. I took, I took a note of it when they dance together, but I'll just mention it now. Like, she is ten years younger than Gene Kelly in this. I that's but, what shocked the shit out of me. But she like her energy and like how much she's putting out is ten years older than Gene Kelly. Yeah, and that's like we can't I, we can't make fun of her for it because she had a crippling like drug dependency. Yeah, and she was trying really hard, but. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, like the studio I don't, system I don't fucked t- her up so bad. She's a very easy target to make fun of on a pop culture podcast, talking about you know, like her history and everything. Because I mean, she really is now known as someone who grew up when I, growing up, knowing about Judy Garland. It was The Wizard of Oz, and she was fucking cracked out. She was like, yeah. I'm crazy, just addicted to all all kinds of different like prescription she, drugs. She was so messed up. She gave birth to Liza Minnelli. <laughs> 
who kind of came out like a fucking ah. anaphylactic like twin of hers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's kind of tragic. It's easy to poke fun of, but it's still kind of sad. And like she shows up in this movie, she looks like she's twenty years older than she yeah. was in The Wizard of Oz, and she's ten years younger than Jean. That's why I was like, I had to double check because I thought I misread the dates. Yeah. Gene Kelly is forty when he made this. She's only like. Well, roughly. Yeah. She's 30, she's and she looks like she's 40, and he looks like he's, like, 25. Yeah, yeah it's... it's Like, I, I read a little bit, like, an interview with some people who are like, yeah, she couldn't walk up some stairs, so we had to do a different... Uh, shoot it a different way. Oh, really? Because she just wasn't able <laughs> they just to put walk on her, stairs. put her on a rope and just kind of lifted her up, and she kind of, like, waggles her legs a little bit, kind of yeah. make it look like she's like a fucking marionette puppet from But, like, breath. when she does her dances and shit, she's... No, she's not she's bad, She's handling though. it I, all. She dances better than I fucking can. Yeah, she, handles, she handles everything fine. You just... That's having the thing. seen, like, Wizard of Oz and stuff, you just know she's capable of so much more. <sighs> yeah. Does she do that much dancing in The Wizard of Oz? I mean, no, she does like she does a little bit, but she does but a lot nothing, of singing. Yeah, but she did more dancing in like her Mickey Rooney films, and stuff. which I've seen some of the in that. Yeah. Well, I suppose they wanted to get Mickey Rooney for this movie too, but his star had fall, fallen so far, uh, in yeah. since the war war had started that like. Well, the thing is, she kind of came up in all these Mickey Rooney movies. Uh, where they play, they would play teenagers. Would be like, oh, let's just put on a good old fashioned show in in the farm, yeah, in in the barn. It's almost exactly what the plot of this movie is. Mm-hmm. But that was great, like fifteen, ten years earlier when they were both could kind of convincingly pull off. Oh, we're teenagers, yeah. but now like Mickey, Ro- people looking up stuff about Mickey Rooney. Mickey, Mickey Rooney got really fucked up because he was like this very tiny man yeah. who's now too old to play teenagers or kids <laughs> anymore. So now there was really nothing left for him to do. Yeah. And so this is one of the first big roles that he missed that went to Gene Kelly. And Gene Kelly, this is one of his big career-defining breakout roles that he had. Yeah. yeah and also, uh, two years after that, this he's in the Singing in the Rain. So yeah. yeah. Uh, also, um, I rented this on YouTube, mm-hmm. and I said it before when I rented something on YouTube. YouTube, if you give me an option to rent it in SD or HD, and I rent it in HD. Don't fucking tell me that 480p is HD. Uh, 480p, not HD. I found a quote-unquote 1080p copy of this movie in the dumpster, and it was... We probably watched the exact same fucking thing. It just... It was... Yeah, it's... Don't piss it's on like, my face and tell me it's raining. It's like watching watching it on TV on Easter Sunday at Grandma's house in like 1989. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, summer stock. It starts with credits over a mailbox. Like that's one of these things. Where I was like, okay, this is gonna be one of those movies <laughs> where it's not even trying to be exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. It takes place in 1950s. I have a weird nostalgia for this time in white people history. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when. Back when white people were white. I know. But, like, after the war... Oh, wow, all right. Well, just a couple years after World War II and a a couple years before, like, the whole, like, oh, we conquered the Nazis, white, we white people are command of the world, before the 1950s kind of became, at least through the lens of pop culture nostalgia, where the yeah. 1950s kind of became the 1950s, where everyone that, was, like, that, rewarding themselves. Yeah, and like, yes, we, we are... Era in between when we were happy that we won World War II. And, yeah. And, but before Vietnam fucked everything up. Yeah, and so this is still just a couple years after World War II where there's a little bit of a sense of industriousness, and I, well, I do like the fact that it's Julie Garland on a farm. Anyway, you're talking about your shit. You t- yeah. You, I'm but then that changes to Fallberry Farm, and we get Judy Garland showering in the world's smallest shower. Yeah. It's just a, a, a tiny little curtain, and she's getting splashy splash. One of the big notes I saw, one of the big uh, 
fuck-ups in this movie is the fact that she gets, she gets out of the shower, she got dirty feet. <gasps> People are like, how could she have dirty feet if she, she stops pretending to have a shower? <laughs> it's like, guys. Wow, know, that's really, this that's, is, that is some internet culture right there. That's some, like, and it's, somebody's probably looking at her feet because they're probably jerking off, and they're <laughs> Boy, pissed. I sure hope somebody got fired oh, for somebody that. Somebody was, man, dying thinking, oh, man, this, I can capture some prime... Yeah, clean, excuse me. Wet, Judy, squeaky, clean the, Judy Garland's souls. Judy Garland was playing the xylophone, and she hit the <laughs> exactly, xylophone yeah. in the same place, uh, but made two different notes. Spoilers, Judy Garland is pretending to take a shower in a Burbank fucking... Well, there's water splashing on her. Is She's she? taking a shower, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, once she gets out in the scene sure, changes, is, I'm is sure... Is it water? Sure, it's not just liquid morphine? Well. <laughs> but she's singing a song. Fucking, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't remember any of the songs except from Get Happy at the end. Yeah. It's most. It's all like, I'm singing, I'm singing. I'm singing. But she goes downstairs and her aunt is like, uh, hey, yo, Deb and Frank are waiting to see you and they're wearing their Sunday best. And she's and like... Who the- Presumably these guys are farmhands, but yeah. what these guys would have ever done on the farm, I am... <laughs> yeah, because she walks out. What and the... And f- fucking Skeletor and uh, Kregel Man. fucking... They're old as hell. These guys... Well, she says it. She's like, you worked here on the farm with my grandpa and my dad and now me. And they're... <laughs> they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, then, we're seeing now that we're 90 years old, we'd like to get some money. These guys are no lie old enough to have, like, remembered the Civil War. Yeah. And she's all like, but what do you know? You can't leave. You what can't with all leave. the hard work you do well, here? Because yeah, then her aunt's like, well, we can't do any lifting. That's not woman's work. <laughs> I know. And it's like, what, well, oh, you think those man. two old skeletons are going to be lifting bales of hay and shit? I guess maybe this is supposed to show what kind of, like, hard hardships she's on, that, like, these are the two guys keeping her farm together. Yeah, but uh, the two yeah. old guys are like, hey, yo, you ain't paying us, so uh, we're we gonna got, leave. We got well, even the one guy says something about how he needs, like, doctors or pills or new glasses and... Teeth, I think. Or teeth, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, she's talking about how at least if she can't pay them, she could keep them fed. And he's like, I can't even eat because I can't afford new teeth. So, yeah. Yeah, so... But they go... Then they leave. They go in the kitchen. It's a nice kitchen. This, this is a fucking then stove is. It's a, a nice farm all around, actually. To be fair. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about that yet. Oh uh, no! No, no, the it's giant fine. barn with yeah. all the electricity they have. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna talk about that yet. And then you proceeded to talk <laughs> the about the thing. Same thing happens if you've ever seen White Christmas. <laughs> it's literally another thing where people put on a Broadway quality production <laughs> inside a farm. Her, her, her stereotypical middle aged, a uh, little plus middle aged. Ant, like the like Ma from nosy the Ma kettle movies, yeah, the most nosy like yeah, just country home down folkin. It's like everybody in this movie is a fucking stereotype. You it's shoot so her with painful. a gun, fucking country gravy comes out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> spread yeah. all over your fucking biscuits. He's fucking. This is those yeah. one of those movies, man. You, this is like a white person but fucking like, movie, man. I do like that she tells Judy Garland to get some blinds because if she catches a man peeping, she don't want to kill him. She just wants to stun him. You don't remember that at all, do you? No, I may have been... This is one of those movies where I didn't pause too often, too often when taking notes. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I may have missed a couple of changes like that. Um, uh, and then she's like, Hey, yo, your sister Abigail's coming home. She'll be able to help with the chores, even though uh, field work, heavy work, women can't do that. Way to hold dames back, lady. Jeez. I kind of wonder how they got anything done on this farm. But then Judy Garland's like... Old, yeah. Judy Garland's like, oh... But we could if we had a tractor. 
Which is, this is just like an idea that hits her from out. She's not even like reading a magazine this, or no, anything. No, well, right there's a, a calendar on the wall is with tractors on. Is that what it is? Yeah. And, and tractors are so expensive. Her aunt's like, and people act like, like, did this movie invent tractors? Because people are like, oh, fuck a tractor. Um, You're out of your mind. She is like driving the tractor back to the farm and a guy just screams, starts throwing rocks at her. <laughs> he thinks it's a demon. He's, He's like, just like, this, this oh! unnatural power of the gods that you have somehow <laughs> corralled between your legs what the fuck ha- yeah it kind of turns it back into road to el dorado where she's like suddenly worshipped by everyone yeah. around her but, um, but she goes to the store and yeah the country store the country pumpkin store ass store where it's just like with, we're introduced to orville, orville redenbacher he's got the tie for it and everything uh spoilers orville redenbacher here is played by the kindly toy shop owner from the uh from toy story 2 not toy story 2 home alone 2 a bill? How is that a spoiler? Spoilers. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. He could have not survived this production. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is in Face Off. Spoilers. His dad was the evil governor that Orson Welles is uh, competing for office against in Citizen Kane. Mm, spoilers. His dad is the one who's all like, "I found about you're sleeping with this little hussy." If you don't back out of the race now, and then he's like, I'm George so, Orson Kin. <laughs> here's, ah, yeah. here's your second stereotype of the nerdy guy. He's like, oh, my allergies. He really is a king. All these seeds make me stink at all. Yeah. Um, but, so I thought he was just the store clerk, but he's the son of the fucking owner. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Super I need something, some th- thumbtacks, some bail wire. It's weird and, how she's afraid just to come out and say, hey, man, I need a fucking tractor. Yeah. And she's like, and a tractor. And he's like, oh, a tractor. I've got to talk to my father about the this. The insinuation is that, are they, is she dating Orville yet even? It says that they've been engaged for four years. In this scene. It, they say that eventually, yeah. Okay, because in this very scene, the or Super Orville, Orville's dad, Super is all Orville. like he makes a joke about like, ah, I'd like to be your father someday. Yeah. Which I didn't catch that engagement line. I was like, wait, what? What? What's his fucking plan? I was like, okay, that makes more. Okay, yeah. But he goes in the office where his dad is, and you hear tractor because. <laughs> Fucking, it's apparently ridiculous for a farmer to own a tractor. Well, I guess the idea universe. is that she can't afford it, so she's gonna get it, like, on credit or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's gonna have to loan her a tractor, and so she can make the money to pay it back, I guess? Yeah. It's never always... Well, I guess maybe she's kind of sheepish about even mentioning this tractor at first, because I guess maybe she just has a running tab. Yeah, she does owe the store money. Yeah, she so she's a little reticent just to come and say, hey, man, give me a $5,000 tractor, I want it now. Toot toot. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's like, oh, for my future daughter-in-law is a wedding present. Sure. And she's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I will pay for it. He's yeah. like, oh, you couldn't have a tractor today. Um, yeah, you go go pick one off <laughs> off the lawn. He also says, uh, once again, from this era, the dad's pants are up to his nipples. <laughs> you know, when you get fighting the Nazis, you need as much <laughs> abdominal protection as possible. You don't want to get shot in the gut. And um, the father at one point does say, Now, Jane, running a farm isn't woman's work. Hey, fuck you, old man. It's 1950, man. That's He's like, kinda, uh, yeah. so marry my nerdy son, who obviously wouldn't be any help on a farm. I am glad that this movie ends with, it's Judy Garland forcing, not forcing, but it's it's about the guy being lassoed into running the farm. Helping, like, it's not like Judy Garland suddenly, like, the 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 end of this movie is not her about her, like, suddenly marrying and away from the farm like she doesn't become yeah. gene kelly's 
bride, and they go off, and she says, "Oh, the farm was stupid anyway." Yeah, she commits. She still committed the farm at the end. At least yeah. they got that going for. Even though everything else in the but movie, but she works her way around. Like, oh, I can't marry Orville till I work off my debt to you. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And she got a tractor, but she probably for- forgot that tractors kind of need hookups. They go behind it to like till the fields. Yeah, gasoline. It's still even more stuff, of an investment. Like, than it's like buying a new PlayStation. You need PlayStation Plus. You need an internet connection. Yeah, it's like buying a Super Nintendo with no game. Sure, you can turn it on, but what the fuck good what is it going to do? It can't fucking. That's what she kept on promising those two old guys to be. She's got, I got Yoshi's Island, and they're like, yeah. "Motherfucker, I beat Yoshi's Island twenty five years ago when it came out. You can't fucking just go home." Yeah, but then she sings a song. Howdy, neighbor. Yeah. Howdy, neighbor, I'm on driving a tractor Isn't down the road. Isn't she just screaming it at the pigs? <laughs> Howdy, pigs! She's so fucking excited about having this fucking tractor. She's just screaming words at the heavens, yeah. And that's when you get the guy <laughs> screaming at the yeah, tractor throwing the point rocks. where, like, she stops off and everybody's crowding around because fucking tractors in a farming community are a fucking miracle, apparently. I... It's not like tractors at 1950 on a private individual farm would be that big of... I mean, I guess you're in a farm community, anyone gets a new tractor, it's going to be news. What else is going to be news? It's it's but... it's frequent enough that the owner of the feed shop had one just waiting. He's like, go yeah, pick one true. out. Yeah. So, so he's it's... got multiple tractors there waiting yeah. to be purchased. It's not like an Oculus Rift oh. of the time or something like uh, that. Yeah. But there's a point where she hops off the tractor and goes up to the front of it and like opens the radiator and pours some water, and I'm like... Fucking bitch, don't be opening radiators when your tractor's been running for half an hour. That's a good way to get scalded. Yeah. What are you doing, Judy? <laughs> She's so excited. She didn't read the she fucking just opened, manual. She opens it and hot water sprays everywhere and everybody's like, ah, it's scalded. And that then was... she's sued by a bunch of people and loses <laughs> the farm. Just like, you know, you know, you know how supposedly in the Empire Strikes Back, they have Luke Skywalker get attacked by a Wampa to explain yeah. why he looks fucked up? Because he had a car crash after making the first Star Wars movie. This could have been the explanation for why she looks just so hangdog and tired in this movie. She's like, oh, the hell I think she looks so hangdog and tired uh, because she's the only one running the fucking farm. Well, that's, you know what, that's the other thing about this movie. She is a fucking lone farmer, pretty much keeping this farm together by herself. So if she looks a little bombed out and depleted, there's an explanation but, like, for it. She's driving the tractor and she's all happy and... I was like, this feels like the ending to a different movie where yeah. the whole goal was to get a tractor. <laughs> yeah, well. Like, if the movie had ended here, I would have been like, what happened, of other, what happened to the other half of this movie? Yeah. Because she's, man, that, 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 she must have been really pining for a tractor, too, because it's such a big event for and, her. Like, yeah. She's singing, and, and she ends, and she goes, like exhales really strongly. I was like, her hands are shaking from just sheer excitement. <laughs> I I bet that was just her being like, oh fuck, I'm done with this song, and that was the best take they got. Because <laughs> she she's just, just panting. She just slides out of the seat because she's just so like, oh, that took it out of me. Yeah. Oh, she's turning it like Barney from The Simpsons, where she's just like, they have to prop her I up. Had the, a tractor. They have to prop her up in the tractor seat with like a fucking stick, just so she could like just not l- slump to the side. Yeah. Uh, oh, poor Judy Garland. She gets back to her farmstead, <sighs> and there's tons of people running around just doing stuff, and she's like, the fuck is going on? Who is, who is? And Aunt Esme just blew her brains out, and the cops are here. <laughs> and, like, nobody will give her an answer. She can't talk to anybody. Oh, blah, blah, blah. To be fair, yeah, this is kind of just like, what the what, what the fuck? And this is the first time we see the interior of the barn. And the barn is uh, I don't a, remember this. A fucking half a mile in diameter. It's the biggest barn that has ever existed. It's like in an America. airplane hanger. Yeah. yeah. 
But she's like, quiet! And everybody shuts they up. Just, they just landed in the Goodyear blimp, and that's parked inside the yeah. barn now, yeah. But uh, she's like, what the fuck is going on? Gene Kelly playing another guy named Joe, because he was Joe in uh, <laughs> this is good Anchors luck, Away. Yeah. He's like... Is this after... This Wait. No, this has got to be before... No, wait. This just, is after he, Anchors Away, right? Yes. Okay. Anchors Away is 1945. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ. So she's like... Um, what the fuck's going on? And and Joe is like, oh, or f- didn't Abigail send you a note? And she's like, Abigail being her sister. Abigail being her sister. Yeah. And she's like, no, what the fuck? And he's like, oh shit. That's it. He just walks away and he's like, oh, 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 Jane's shittiest sister in the world. Abigail. Abigail wins the award for the worst human being this week. How? Actually, Orville and both Abigail, well, they deserve yeah. each other by the end of this movie, and they do deserve each other. They end up getting each other, but um, Abigail's yeah. Abigail's a piece of work. She, so she uh, fucking... So she, Judy Garland quickly points out that she's still co-owner. She, they they well, inherited well, well, the farm on. from her we folks. Gotta, yeah, we so gotta she, explain it. But yeah. So uh, Judy's like, Abigail, what the fuck is going on? There's like 25 people out there. And she's like, well, you know, I went away to be an actress. And, well, we needed a place to put on a show for the producers to see. You know, so I thought it would make sense to do it in the middle of a farm in a, a fucking barn. Because we couldn't get anywhere in the city. Like 20 miles. I guess they're kind of close enough to L.A. Because, you know, you know but... all those famous producers that are like, oh, well, let's see what productions are happening in barns this week. That's. I thought that was going to become a joke later, like where it turns out like... That would be a plot of Mel. Like, who the fuck would come out? To th- but no, Variety later on is like, hey guys, the hottest show of the season is taken out. It's there's a barn. What you do is you grow, you drive out to Route 60, take a left by the fucking feet. There's a silo there, but it burned down a couple years ago. Turn a left there, drive about 20 miles west. But no, still, seriously, it's the hottest show of the season, but still, you have to drive yeah. about four hours out in the middle of the country. Okay, then you'd hang a left at the yeah. fucking... So yeah. Judy's telling Joe, she's like, uh, guys, I have a farm to run here. You you can't do this. Yeah. This is my livelihood. And Joe, this is... I'm, he gets a little Kelly, sassy with I'm her. Like, you do realize, you see the state of this farm. You've already met the two people who run this farm. It's fucking Judy Garland and fucking Mom Pa Kettle. This is, they don't even have enough of a farm to sustain these 20 people who just showed up, much less sustain these people and keys still have it be plus, a viable farm. Plus, your acting troupe is full of idiots. I do like to do make, make a big production on the fact that these guys, none of them know, know how to do any physical labor at all, which is uh, that kind of cracked me up. Um, so, Joe gets a little salty at Jane for not wanting to f- her. He really throws some cult at her. all like, well, I guess we'll have to practice somewhere. Oh, no, he, no, not even that. Well, is she this... goes up to, to her sister's room and is like, hey, you and your friends have to leave. Yeah. This is some bullshit. And her friends, like, her sister's like, if you try to stop me, you're just being selfish. It's like, bitch. Is this the same where she says, like, you, like, we inherited the farm from both of our folks. It's like, you, you owe half the debt. You yeah. own half the farm. No, not... I like, this is a so, running concern. Yeah. Like, you can't just run away but... from this, much less come back and fuck me up like this. Yeah. She's like, you didn't want to be a farmer. I wanted to be an actress. You can't stop me from being an actress. Bleh. Judy's like, fine. What the fuck ever. You guys can put on your stupid little production. Yeah. Um, she totally put the wrong then, to buy a tractor. But then Jane does the smart thing and is like, if you're going to stay here... 
You're gonna get up at 6 a.m. and you're gonna fucking work. And there's a little bit of protest where they're like, and they're like, well, maybe, okay, okay, we're in a precarious situation. We better humor this lady, yeah. And then are introduced to, uh, just very quickly, the lead actor of the show. Is it Phil Silvers? No, no, the lead guy. The fucking dude with the fucking ascot. The British guy. Oh, I must have blacked out during that part. Well, he's in the Does whole he thing. show up the rest of the movie? <clears throat> yeah. The he's, British he's the, guy? He's the one who's always like... Oh, that guy. He kind of swans around a little yeah. bit. But yeah, okay, that guy. Yeah, yeah. The stereotype of like the, <laughs> the snooty actor. Yeah. I do like somebody on this movie really had a thing against fucking actors. Oh, they. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. So, Which I guess working in Hollywood, you would develop. Yeah, so like, you see him and you hear him and you're like, oh, he's obviously an ass. He only cares about yeah. himself or blah, blah, blah. Typical, like, uh, over like, Um, <laughs> there's a point where everybody's like, Oh, we don't want to do chores. And Gene Kelly's like, Do you want to go back to rehearsing in warehouses? No, we're gonna rehearse in this barn. This barn that <laughs> is out in the at, middle. <laughs> at best, that's a lateral move. This barn could burn down with all of us inside, we could all die, and no one would know for like a week. Yeah, yeah, uh. This is another instance where comic relief in a movie is fucking terrible. Uh, what's his name? Phil? Yeah, Phil Silvers. I don't. Sergeant Bilko. I, yeah, he's not funny in this. I he can't believe he, trying, he's not the kind of guy who would show up in the movie. He's like trying this. so hard, and it's just falling. He's on like his a TV face. variety show guy. Maybe, it's so maybe like Danny Kaye or somebody like that could have pulled this off, but not him. I. I mean, after this, he would become a TV guy, like a TV kind of stand-up comedian, but he's not like a vaudevillian performer. Yeah. In fact, actually, I mean, that's why I was surprised to see this guy show up and stuff, because I have known him as a TV entertainer. Not like, he's not a soft shoe guy. No. Yeah. But then there's a song where Gene Kelly, to entice everybody into staying, you gotta dig, dig, dig for your money. Um, dig, dig, dig for your dinner. Whatever. He says it a different time. Whatever. You're not gonna. Yeah, that's uh, not a hill to die on. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Who gives a shit? But he stumps up on the table and does some tap dancing. He does. Pretty good tap dancing. Everyone's even trying though, to eat, and he just kicks all the food out of the way. Even Fuck though, out of her. even though his shoes have no taps on them. That's one of the other things that was gonna work because we, t- we brought this up a little bit with Thinker's way. Like, so it's pretty regular practice for them to sweeten the sound. Yeah. On tap dancing. Yeah. Because okay. there's gonna be a lot of like background sounds and well, shit. Well, is echoes. this? It's this no, it's it's actually during the newspaper thing that he's dancing to either it's music that was recorded later yeah. afterwards. So he must have when they like especially when he's all by himself later doing the newspaper thing, he must have been dancing to some kind of temp track and then they lifted the audio out. Well, they just and, they just do both. They I mean they just play it on the set and then Add the sound, but in order to get the clean sound that we hear in the final production, they have to wipe all yeah, that, sound do that out. Sound booth. And they, but that means that also having they have to dub back in his tap sound. Yeah. So at some occasions, if if you have someone dancing to a track that you don't want the audience to hear, they have to remove all the sound and then dub all the tap sounds back in, yeah. which makes sense. So yeah, okay, because yeah, because you were talking about an anchors away. There's a scene or two where it's really gregarious about how well, yeah, his feet aren't making. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so same thing. But he does, he does some, uh, no, oh no, the, it's just shoes are just aren't yeah, tap shoes. All yeah. the, all the sounds are correct. Yeah. Trudy Garland tapped in bare feet for two seconds. So she's just like, <laughs> tap, 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 tap. Yeah. <laughs> there is a point where I was like, oh, that was not right. But uh, <laughs> oh, no. we'll talk about that. But... Oh, I love, I love the 
idea that like like she would be dancing so badly they're like maybe we could just no, fix it, was, it in it post no it actually wasn't her <laughs> and she like uh, shuffles her feet in here tippity tappity tippity tappity tippity tappity tappity and she's just like stomping around like Godzilla just woke up yeah oh man poor but I do like the start of the next scene cause um uh, uh, <laughs> I only know here saw how so far we're, we're, actors can't do farm shit. That well, the, we're sitting. We the next scene is the next morning in the barn, and the ant is in there as well for some reason in a rocking chair. I guess to keep the there's some weird. It, well, yeah. th- it's separated by a curtain, so I guess she's sitting there to keep the the guys from getting in with the girls. I guess that's so, what yeah. I, I guess she's chaperoning. But she like starts ringing a bell to wake everybody up and everybody's like, yeah, just rolling over. So she picks up a fucking shotgun and blasts it twice into the roof to wake everybody up. That. Yeah. You didn't notice yeah, that? Yeah, I must have been taking notes. I she picks been... up a shotgun and boom, boom, lets it <laughs> off twice into the roof. So now, great, your barn has a I know, leak in the roof. I know, you have no problem as it is. Well, I guess maybe it's buckshot. It'd be a bunch of tiny little holes. But, <laughs> but yeah. everybody starts screaming oh, and freaking man. out. Yeah. Uh, so... This is just the, yeah, the actors <laughs> can't do shit for yeah. montage. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... Uh, Phil Silver's... There's so many short shorts in this scene. The, the ladies? ladies? Yeah. That's what I was kind of like. So I need to double check like, what year is this? Like, 1950? I mean, it's girls' legs. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, the Rockettes. Lots the, of gams. There's lots of gams. Like, a lot of, like, there, there's some daring fashions in here. I, some women today probably wouldn't even try to pull off because it's just like, yeah, fucking <laughs> like city. And we find out that city folk can't do anything on the farm. They're I mean, granted, trying to feed chicken one piece I at a time. Do. I do like how mortal, mortal fear everyone is of udders. Which, to be fair, if I were presented with a cow you know udder, what? I wouldn't know what the you fuck know to what? do. If you don't know how to milk a cow, you're not milking a cow. Yeah. No. No. You have to have like a certain hand technique to get it to do right. Yeah. Because most people just put their hand just on a grip. Punch the udder, and maybe it'll eventually come out. <laughs> you just, just like, most people like, just like grab like, like, and pull down, and you See, can't. That's what you have to. You have to be a jerk off motion. No, you have to milk it. You have to squeeze it out Your a certain way. Are right now. You're it's, just even it's how you milk a cow. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> you do it to you. <laughs> oh, gross. gross. Uh, that oh. sounded very wrong. That, but, that's how no. bad cow milking is. With even the pantomime gestures about how to do it correctly look kind of just off-putting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, you have to know how to milk a Which cow. Which makes sense, yeah. But uh, uh, oh. like the girls are like, two of the girls are like, here, pig, pig, trying to feed the pig a App uh, carrot. Judy comes up and dumps a whole uh, bucket in the trough. In the trough. Yeah. But excuse me, if you held a pig, uh, a carrot out to a pig, they wouldn't be like, uh, excuse me, fill my trough. No, you would get sworn by like ten pigs. Might lose a finger. Yeah, trying to get that fucking carrot from you. I do like Phil Silver's. They're called pigs for a reason. Phil Silver's like holding out a fucking seed out to the chickens yeah. and wondering how the you know, chickens don't after. And Judy Garland comes up and just throws it on the ground like motherfucker. Come on. Uh, I do like like who's tr- is it? Gene Kelly trying to get the eggs out of the 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 yeah. The egg incub- thing, the, the egg incubators. The chicken you mean pen. chickens? Chickens. And she's <laughs> what like, are those things that incubate Judy, eggs? Judy Garland say something like, "Hey, it's okay. You can take them. We own them. They're, they don't belong to the chickens anymore." Which I thought yeah. was kind of funny. I do like how just off the cuff, Judy Garland's character in this movie, I really, really like. Yeah, she's like the only like normal human being in this whole movie. Yeah, but um, that happens a little bit after the next scene, which is inside indoors, where the ant is cleaning all the dishes from the previous night. And Judy Garland is helping dry, and she does a little soft shoe too, tap too. Oh yeah, Gene just Kelly to show that she's always got her, the yeah. heart of music yeah. in her. Yeah. Gene Kelly standing behind her is like, "Hey, you're not bad. Where'd you learn that?" And she's like, "Oh, well, um, I was, no, 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 I'd never." But then Abigail <laughs> comes in and is like, "Good morning to you, a uh, smoochy, smoochy." 
Abigail and Gene Adams. Gene Adams? Gene, who's Gene Adams? I don't know. I'm running out of blood sugar a little bit. Uh, Gene Kelly. They are uh, also betrothed to each yeah. other, right? Yeah. It's well, not that they're just even dating or anything, right? But I mean, he says, I won't marry her unless I have money, but well, I don't yeah. think they're actually engaged. Is that a leader scene where he mentions, like, I can't, like, I need this, like, he needs this. Well, yeah, yeah. This, that happens in the chicken coop, He needs this musical to work out as badly as fucking Judy and Judy Garland needs the farm to work yeah. out. They're both their but, lives are uh, hinged to this shit. When did that whole, like, you can only kiss for this amount of time on screen thing happen? Also, when you just kiss... Because they, like, just smush their smash, faces together. It's, again, it's not even open mouth, but just kind of, like, ram their noses against you. Well, it's like, the 1950s style of kissing where it's just... Yeah, just... Mm, like, your teeth are hurting because like, they're grinding up against each like, other through your lips. It's like some movie mogul was like, you know how we keep kids from kissing? We show them the wrong way to do it, and then and they'll, they'll try to go, mimic that. Oh, God, they'll mimic that and be Did like, "That wasn't pleasant 50s? at all." Oh God, even trying to do that that film version of kissing in real life would just be fucking God. You wonder how anyone yeah. got married or conceived. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he got. A there whole... is a weird skip cut too. The first time that uh, Judy and uh, this is later, but when when Judy Garland and uh, Gene Kelly kiss for the first time. There's a weird edit, like skip cut, like it's mm. somebody took out like a like a foot of film in the middle of them kissing, and they're like, <laughs> mm, yeah, I so just that. throwing that out there. But uh, Gene managed to get a whole cup of milk out of nine cows, yeah, or eight cows or whatever, and she's like, um, that won't do. Go do it again. And she's like, well, usually we get like 125 quarts or something yeah. like that, yeah. Uh, and okay. I was utterly baffled by this. Utterly. While he's leaving Joe, he's like, oh, I'll see you there, Abigail. And I like, give us a little smooch. And then he says, see you next Thursday. What? To Judy Garland. Did he drop the cunt bomb on Judy Garland? What? Is there even an, like. I mean, I it's usually I see you next Tuesday. That. But he said Thursday. But that's see, still. Is How there any people... reason for him to even be saying that? Because they're stuck. Are they going to open the but, show next Thursday? But what is next? Why? Yeah, why would he say see you next Thursday? Unless he was like, see you next Thursday. He could have entirely. Which. Did he see... call Judy Garland a cunt? Supposedly he's only in this movie to do a favor to Judy Garland. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe he sh- she already burned his so many bridges with, his, with him in the production like I watched of this. it twice because I was like, did he just do that? Huh. Was that intentional or what? Because huh. him saying unless see you next Thursday scene, unless, makes no sense. Unless there's some kind of cut scene that justify why he would do that. But yeah, that's... Is that an ad... Is, and I, nobody reacts to it. Is that a known ad lib that people would sneak in the movies when they're trying to call a woman a cunt? That, that is known documented on film? I know that's I don't a know. phrase. Yeah, I don't know if it's a... I like, don't, that's, that's, a doc, that's I don't know if it's euphemism. documented, but I was like... Huh. What? That'd be kind of a weird thing to pop into the script all of a sudden. Just like, unless... Yeah, that's okay entirely possible gene kelly i know you're listening let us know <laughs> from beyond gene kelly if you just called judy garland a cunt in front of like the, the, all of america <laughs> god this poor fucking drug addled chubby lady oh uh so we get another hilarious scene with phil silvers playing herb <laughs> is that his character's name herb yeah yeah uh where he's being not funny again is this when he fucks up the eggs? No, because he fucks up. He fucks up a lot of fucking eggs. No, um. So 
we're in the chicken house. I don't know what he's. Oh, it's Gene Kelly's trying to milk the cow, mm-hmm. and uh, he comes in and he's like, "All right, you milk the cow instead." He's like, "Do you know how to milk a cow?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then he sits down, and Gene Kelly goes away, and he's like, "I lied to the cow." And that's the Phil Silver's brand of humor, which is like, "Nah, I'm inept." And play to the camera very much. Yeah. Uh, but then they're in the chicken coop, and Gene Kelly's trying to get eggs, but the chicken's like. And oh, like, and this <laughs> must be when she comes in and says, "We own the eggs." And but feel free the, to take them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't think a chicken would do that because chickens are so used to it. He could have just reached yeah, in and taken yeah. the egg, especially since the egg wasn't even under the chicken; it was next to it. People made this movie hoping that a lot of actual farmers showed up to watch this. <laughs> it's like that's not the kind of tractor you do is on that size of farm. Fake ass world are these fucking farm existing in? This is like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's like, I'd like to know your intentions with my sister. And he's like, okay, so here's the deal, Bob. I'm broke as fuck. Yeah. All I got is my station wagon and my sweet, sweet ass. And if this show goes well, I will marry your sister. If it doesn't, I will bounce. Yeah, because I'm not going to try to propose it to her on a bread line, he says. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she's like, all right, cool, whatever. Uh, and then somebody's like, oh, I left the gate open, and animals are running amok. But nothing really comes of that. I think it's just a scene to show how inept everybody is. Okay. Is this um, the same day that Phil Silvers takes the tractor, kind of fucks things up? No. But, so then, Orville pulls up in his car, and him and Herb... I don't know why I'm pronouncing it Herb. Herb run into each other. It can be Herb. I, I knew a over. kid in art school whose name was Herb, and I wanted he was one of the most rotten human beings <laughs> ever met in his life. But they, they Oh, they God, that down, fucking kid. And it's Herb. that classic bit. Oh, you have my... Oh, these are my glasses. Oh. Oh, and it goes on for, like, a good minute. And, like, they're fumbling just, with their hands, and it's just awkward and the terrible. The shit that plays... This is the kind of thing where, like... And I'm sure back then, people in the audience were like... Like, not left- since Al Jolson has something been so funny. Leftover vaudevillian bullshit where, yeah, just, man, this you're testing my patience here, fucking old white people. Fuck. Yeah. And then we're, we're we're given a little bit, you're driven home that Orville's a huge nerd. He's like, my allergies. I'm just, is he just checking in to see what's going on with it? If the tractor's he okay heard, or something he like that or something? He heard a rumor that there were a bunch of people on it just, show. It, this, he's just there to keep This is where the, the first mix. time people are like, oh, a show? Why, that's the devil's work. Like, people are really offended that this show is going to happen in this bar. And it's like, well, fuck you, it's none of your business. It's my land. Isn't it soon that uh, Julie Andrews gets hauled back into the into Orville's dad's office? And Orville's dad's office is like, yeah, I heard you thinking about doing a show. That's um, been outlawed here because... You must have watched a different cut because I don't remember Julie Andrews in this movie at all. Julie Andrews? Oh, man, that was a better cut. It was great because she's <laughs> topless the whole time. Oh, no. Was it directed Blake, by Blake Edwards? Blake, as she specifically starts off the scene saying, this this segment of the film is not directed by my husband. Blake <laughs> oh, Edwards. good. Okay. Oh, man. But, um... Like, she would have been, like, 16 at the time she would have been in this. Yeah. How you doing? I can't... How you doing? I can't... Actually... I can't remember what happens, but they're back at the barn. Yeah, it's kind some, of a fever dream. Some shit happens. But, and they... They make the cow do the double take, but they just scrub the film back and forth. In the sloppiest way the possible, go, yeah. <laughs> Again, the most lazy fucking shit that passed for entertainment in 1950, where it's just like, oh my god. I still had a good time with this film, but it gets, it gets creaky <laughs> at points. I wrote something, what a terrible musical number, and I guess it's so bad I don't even remember what one it is. 
I think it's when they're, oh, no, it's when they're rehearsing and they're just sitting on a, on a bench and, and, uh, the bro guy with the brava is, and her sister's singing and Gene Kelly's kind of directing them for the first time. I do not remember this exactly. at all. Exactly. And I just watched this, this, it's me too. about yeah, three exactly. hours ago I, I watched. I don't know how I remember, but, huh, uh, okay. Uh, when does the hokum thing, the explanation of hokum come in? Hokum? Did we skip that? Yeah, uh, unless I made up this part too. There's a part where, uh, the grease paint part. Oh, that's not yet. Yeah, because they're in the barn. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's, it's one of the first big bits where, like, Julie fucking Delpy Uh, and fucking boyhood start falling in love. Yeah. So, she, Judy Garland's like, alright, I'm gonna go to town to talk to... Orville's dad, or whatever. To, or whatever. He's he's gonna go she's talk gonna to go the town because now the word's gotten out about the. the and the somebody's place, sitting yeah. on her tractor, and she's like, "Get the fuck off my tractor! Don't fucking touch that shit." She grabs, I haven't even paid for it yet. Whips him off the tractor, rabbit punches him <laughs> twice in the face, and just stomps off. And the guy's just crying in the dirt. So and Iris out. Fucking truck it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then, because she's, she goes, they ride the tractor and fucking... Love the idea of Julie Andrews being a bruiser. Now that she's a drug addict, she'll just fucking tear people up. What the fuck up. is wrong with you? Julie Andrews, Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> you got such a huge and rod for Julie Andrews. Now you got the, 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 the name stuck in my head. Now oh, yeah, like, it is my fault. I just want Julie Andrews to play Zari in the Overwatch movie. Oh. So, um, <laughs> but they don't listen to her, and they're oh. trying to pull the stump out of the ground with that's, with the yeah. tractor. And this is back on the farm like, while she's yeah. in town, yeah. Like, you have to dig up some of the stump around it f- before you pull it out, you city bred idiot. She should have taken the fucking keys with her. And then, yeah. so the rope breaks, and fucking Phil Herb Silver. is driving it, and he's a fucking idiot who doesn't know how brakes work, and he just cr- drives it in circles. Well, he smashes through, like, the pig pen, tears yeah. up the pig pen, and then goes over a cliff. Uh-huh. I, for more, I was like, is he dead? That'd Hopefully. Be great. Uh, yeah. But no, he just crashes the fuck out of it, and <laughs> Gene Kelly runs down and is like, he's basically like, Oh, you motherfucker! Oh! I will kill you if I find you! Holy shit! He is fucking living with his motherfucker, and it pans up a little bit, and he's, like, hiding in a tree. And it's like, yeah, G. Kelly's like, yeah, you stupid fuck. He's fucking all pasta mania about this shit. He's not having it. <laughs> oh, brother, you're gonna get some Alfredo. <laughs> he puts on the bandana, snaps into a slim jim, why, and kicks over a corn silo. I have heard more about pasta mania in the last month and a half. Is it all from me? No, really? it's not. It's in the air. It's coming. I've back. heard about it in so many places. <laughs> I heard about it on Spontanean Nation. Did you know about Pasta Mania before this? Was no! This Not a lot of people remember I've Pasta Mania. I've seen images online <laughs> of Hulk Hogan holding up pasta. Pasta Mania was Hulk Hogan's attempt to start a pasta restaurant franchise. Lasted for about six months. I've heard I've heard more about Pasta Mania than I ever wanted to. I could have gone for Hulk Mania, but I thought Pasta Mania was funnier. <laughs> I love the idea of... Man, someone can Photoshop me. Okay, two commissions I'm going to pay for. Uh, Shell turning into a blueberry. Gene Kelly in a Pasta Mania shirt. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Judy Garland goes to the fucking Orville's dad's place. Yeah. She gets and they're like, uh, we're going to, yo, hey, you shut up. You can't put on a show. And she's like, fuck you. I'm going to put on a show. And he's like, oh, uh, well, 
she's like, it's no different than the fucking square dance we're having there tomorrow night. And he's exactly, like, oh, yeah. uh, we've been doing that square dance for years and years. And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. They're not going to fuck with the show. And he's like, oh, those rapscallions, those actors, better not interfere with our barn dance. Is and it's like, any... oh, the actors are going to interfere with their barn dance. They're going to come in and just fucking start throwing fucking bear traps at <laughs> all around the periphery yeah. of the square dance. Is there any justification as to why the Voutlaw performances in, in the county? No, she's like, that happened That got happened in, like, 1600s. Yeah. He does throw, like, it's a kind of a threat throughout the movie, too, because he throws some weight around about how his family and her family were the first two people to settle this part of the country yeah. or this county, and, like, there's, there's one animosity between their two families or something like mm-hmm. that, and it's kind of like, just, yeah, whatever. Uh, but, but, then, yeah. but then it's the night of the big square dance, and... He's like, oh, now we're going to do, for our finale, the most popular square dance of all, the Portland Fancy. Oh, uh, this is the thing where I was, well, thought when it, I was looking up the description of this movie, I was like, maybe it takes place in Portland. It does not. It does not. No, it's uh, just... And fuck, I realized this was a square dance. I was this I out of it, this part of the film. hate square dancing so much. I can't imagine why. From oh, you, a professional it's, dancer... It's, it's so boring to watch. Are they even trying to square dance? He's saying... He's not... I mean, he's kind of doing square dancing stuff where you're like, do si do grab your lady, promenade. But he's doing a really bad job of it. He's just kind of like... Yeah. Have the lady lead. Now, c- circle. Hmm. Uh, he's basically... Who's the guy choreographed Chicago and all that stuff? Not Chicago. Fosse. Fosse. I want to see Fosse. Bob Fosse's attempt at square dancing Ugh. choreography. No Like some kind of extra, like, jazzy, like, uh, splits uh, and stuff oh, like that. It's, oh, <laughs> that combination just made me Not a Fosse fan, huh? Physically nauseous. Uh, I could see Sid Charisse, uh, I don't know. Uh, but... So they gotta fix the tractor, because it's fucking jacked up. No, it's not just slightly damaged. No. It is fucking Fallout 4. It's There's cover, almost no tractor left. They didn't left. even bother trying to cover the dirt. Yeah. Or, or wipe off the dirt. No, but, it's... it's. Uh, he's got... The blades Gene, are all torn yeah, up, the tire's on fire. Yeah. It's, yeah. The guy who's Gene Kelly, one of the stagehands or whatever, that's repairing it with him, is like, he's like, dude, I need like 10 days to fix this shit. Yeah, they just happen to have like a mechanic in the troop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... But it's all fucked up, and two kids come in and are like, and they're like, we gotta hide, because I guess they're playing hide and seek. Yeah. But Jane Kelly's like, get the fuck out of here, and they're like, hey, I look like that... Jane's tractor. Let's that... go ask her if we can play with the tires. That tractor looks how like how Jane feels. What? <laughs> 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 Jane looking a little banged up these days. <laughs> so Jane Kelly chases after them. And some bullshit happens. Chases them with a fucking bow. Uh, and then uh, the devil's work happens. Swing dancing! Oh, uh, yeah. In the barn. There's some swing dancing. And, like, Jane and Gene Kelly have kind of a dance-off, I guess. Kind of, sort of. No, they, yeah, they do a little bit. bit of tap to each other. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, this is kind of like the first... She's kind of like in a longer dress and... Yeah. Yeah. My, my next... I'm a little fuzzy about what happens next. My next note is just Jane murder Orville. So that could be any half a dozen scenes in this film. Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, my next real note is Orville's dad is a jackass. Yeah. Also, I like our both also, just, those guys are schmucks. He is also just a walking stereotype of the <laughs> father that's like overbearing. He's kind of abusive to Orville, to be yeah. fair, like for Orville's defense that like his dad's like a domineering shithead too, on top of Orville himself just being a bad person. Yeah. But yeah. But he, um, yeah, I think the dad is like, oh, I can't believe you. They ruined our 
our event. Oh, this is this this kind of how loud of it I was. I didn't realize that was a dynamic in this thing about how like they were worried that the. There being actors somewhere in the county might fuck up their square. Like, yeah, that's yeah. okay. I missed that. Part. And he like mentions the tractor. Is like, oh, I gave you that tractor. Well, that's he keeps on bringing up every yeah. time you get the fucking or well, that's dad she, and that, Jane in the yeah. same room. She's that's like, why we she, give you a tractor. Yeah, she's like, you keep fucking talking about that tractor. I'm I'm bringing your and fucking she, tractor and back. She says like, I'm hey, sick of this. I offered you the money, B. If you just want the tractor back, and give. It. Well, and that and that she she offers well, she the tractor it, back in front of Gene Kelly and everyone yeah. else. And that's when they freak out because they're like, oh shit, don't do that. Yeah. And so that's when they realize they got to get the tractor. Yeah, he's ASAP. like, uh, I got, uh, you probably don't want to take the tractor back. We might have used it. Kettler- and she's like, oh, no, you didn't scratch the paint, did you? And he's like, I s- no. And she never really presses much further into this. She's well, just they, like- she takes her into the barn where the tractor's all fucked up. And man, it might be her internal sadness that is constantly just right under the surface. But. Judy Garland can cry like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, no. Like nobody well, gets sad always, like Judy Garland. She's always given like I the, well, again aside from the drug addiction and the Wizard of Oz, the thing I know about Judy Garland, big wet, sad, gooey, sad eyes. Yeah, yeah. So she like was, she sees that shit and is like, man, motherfucker, and just tears up and is like, and runs yeah. away. And Gene Kelly's like, well, we brought this on ourselves. Let's get the fuck out of here, and everybody leaves and leave her with a crippling debt. It's the end no. of the movie. Credits uh, roll. Iris out. Yeah. But the next morning, life Jay, is futile. Is the Jane, last. Quote. Yeah. Jane goes into Abigail, Abigail's room and is like, "Look, your friends have fucked everything up. You need to leave. I don't care. I want you to cry about it. I want you to be a bitch about it." Just get the fuck out of here. Well, especially because she picks up Abigail by the throat, slams her against (laughs) the wall, pulls out a gun, puts it under her chin, Mm -hmm. and just not even rage, but just cold and cold. It's it's, it's, it's a breaking bad moment here. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, just take your bullshit friends and leave. But then she goes downstairs and goes outside, and oh, it's a new tractor. They fixed it perfectly. It fit, like, yeah. It was the, it's not the next <laughs> Judy day. Judy Garland is like walking outside and she goes, you know, it's the next day. It's the next morning. Yeah, okay, yeah. But Judy Garland goes, fuck? What? She's so thankful for the fact that they barely kind of fixed the problem they created themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, they're like, hey, we fixed it. Hey, just kidding. We busted your tractor beyond recognition. So we all chipped in and bought you a new one. Uh, is it bought new? Yeah. Oh, I thought they fixed. No, because then she's like, "Hey, wasn't your station wagon parked over there?" And oh, I thought like, maybe he just taken the yeah, money from selling the station wagon just to buy new parts. No. But it makes because that thing was so destroyed that you could only replace. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I misinterpreted that as them. Yeah, but she's happy because she got a tractor again, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, the chores can wait. Help unload the truck." I think Miss Jane is a warming up to the actors. Despite the fact they are just barely at an even keel again from where they started. Yeah, it's a little bit like Jane. Jane would still be totally just by saying, okay, that's great. You've fixed the problem, but so, I can't trust you guys. Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, so, no, she's, it's yeah. totally like a heart. It's, it's the first big heartwarming moment of the movie because yeah. she's sad, happy crying yeah. and stuff. And yeah, oh, good. it is cute. Judy yeah. Garland is a good performer. Yeah, She's, yeah, oh, yeah. you don't want to hurt Judy Garland's even, feelings. Even drugged out of her mind, she's a good performer. Yeah. Um, But oh, good. Orville's 
back in the This movie. may be Jane Murder Orville. Yeah, that might be my note here. Where he but just... he, yeah, he shows up and is like, oh, you stop. You can't make them, let them perform. You And Jane's like, <laughs> fucking leave me alone right now. I'm sick of your talk about that tractor. Yeah. Fucking done with you and storms off. And he's like, well, I... Oh, no, he shows up to apologize. But then fucks it all up. And he's like, to Abigail, he's like, I apologize. What just happened? Oh, he brought flowers and shit. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, get, yeah, give her the yeah. flowers. This, and then, this is the first well, moment no, 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 you no, realize it's... there could be something between Orville and Abigail. Well, yeah. Uh, Abigail's like, you don't know the first thing about women. And <laughs> she proceeds to tell us... What women want as written by a white dude. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? I was going to make a note of this, but I've known enough women in, who kind of like in my life who kind of shared this philosophy-ish. But yeah, women don't want to be asked. They want to be told mm-hmm. by a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to even rewind that. I was like, is that the context is like being told just what to do in life or just they want to be told that they are loved and appreciated and not asked that well, she is like women want romance and he's like oh only the big city girls and she's like no no idiot. yeah yeah and then, but then she does like, drop the bomb yeah. of like uh, women want to be told what to do the problematic bomb fuck you abigail yeah yeah so but i guess i don't know i was that's not you know, no, no. No, i'm not saying uh, that i'm not saying that i agree that all women want to be told but i've known enough women in this world well like, abigail secretly if you want me to actually do what you want me to tell me because it yeah. actually kind of not even well, from a Ab- sexual fetish thing but like but I don't coming know. from abigail but abigail who's already a fucking rotten human being yeah, yeah do not listen to any advice so yeah. then he's uh, like to be fair that actually is when she only starts warming up to fucking orville when orville loses his fucking mind and starts well, screaming like, at yeah. everybody he's yeah. like you're very nice. And I guess like the world this is when I was like, fucking oh, Urkelish yeah, way. Yeah. This is when I was like, oh, they're going to end up together. Well, that's the thing. In these kinds of movies, when you have to figure out how all the men and women are going to be assigned, because no one can end up alone, but no one can end up with who you think they're. So it was like fucking, it's like fucking genital musical chairs. Yeah. Who's going to end up with who at the end of this movie? So, so then, that's when I was like, okay, well, that clears the way for yeah. fucking Gene Kelly and Judy. Jane, is, fucking Jane and Joe are hanging out. Tetris together. Hanging out on the giant stage in the giant barn the fucking and he's like he's like 70 like, seat barn yeah she's like do you like it and he's like oh i love show business movies back then love sucking show business's dick like holy crap every movie about show business is like oh i love show business so much you can't live without show business. He grabs the thing of grease paint, and he just turns in the animated gif of Dave Chappelle. So you got any them rocks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's but like, he's like, hey, oh, the chicken's oh, no. done. Chicken. Actually, I think that actually is a picture of my housemate sending me a picture of chicken. <laughs> Some kind of food. But uh, Oh, beefy onion soup mix. Beefy. But then uh, he's like, hey, yo, Judy or Jane, smell this grease paint. And she's like, okay. And oh, it's kind of. <laughs> She starts to get a little high off of it. It's like, give me. You wonder what grease paint smells she's like. like she's like, yeah. give me another hit of that. And he's like, uh, uh, careful. You don't want to get addicted. And she's like, I ain't got no addiction problems. Right, give me some of them rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, he's like, in the, in the theater, if a boy loves a girl, he don't say it, he sings it. And then he's singing to her in a romantic way, and she is getting so turned on by mm-hmm, it. Yeah. She's like, oh boy, you go, ooh. And then he finishes his number and kisses her on the lips, stands back and says, acting! 
He fucking flash. He trolls his ascot. Uh -huh. Just like yeah, turns into uh fucking. Who's the guy from uh fucking Yonke? Arrested Development. Mm. He's like, I'm on fire. It's a sale. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. This well, he is... kisses her and then fucking runs away. Oopsie doodles. Um, I do like the the, the little moment thing you know, about all the acting stuff. It's very cute. I, I that's that's a genuinely nice little scene between those two yeah. guys. Yeah. So then Orville shows up again. And he's talking to Judy, and he's like, Dad feels that, I, I mean, I feel that uh, we, you and I have been beating around the bed, so Father decided that, I mean, I decided, because <laughs> he's controlled by his father. <laughs> uh, and all the while, his dad is sitting there, too, telling, and he's like, Oh, shut up, boy, I, you guys could get married. And Judy's like, uh, Jane's like, Fine, after the show we can get married and once the show is done, he's like, Oh, I'm so happy and the father stands up and is like, Oh, here's a bracelet. Yeah. It's been in the family Never for generations. Or anything like that, but yeah. Uh and then they start to walk away and you hear him say off the off the screen, A couple of youngins can't make up their minds. I gotta do it for them. Burf, burf, burf. Uh uh I at a point I was like I speaking English. Jane should have maybe not led Orville along all this time. That's kind of unfortunate. Because she obviously doesn't like the guy. I was like, hoping there'd be a moment of clarity earlier in the film rather than committing. I mean, they've already done such a good job of setting up both Orville and his dad as horrible people that seeing Jane dig herself into a deeper yeah. hole with them. And if Jane had said, like, in the beginning of the film, like, oh, you're very sweet, Orville, but I've never been interested in you. Your father just wants us to get married. Yeah. That would have gone a long way, but... Yeah. Like, there's no reason for, like, aside from the family names. To, yeah, this movie's kind of messy that way, where it's kind of like, man, that is just like, yeah, you know where everything's going to, so it just yeah. makes just the inevitable conclusion all this just even more like, oh man, just don't, don't fuck yourself up too badly. So yeah. she, uh, Judy sings the song, uh, Friendly Star, which is also known as the song where, hey, I can't make up my mind, answer for me, heavens. <laughs> not there at all. I'm just shaking my head where I don't even remember this. Yeah, I mean, I watched the movie. I know what, like, every time a musical number showed well, up, it did not involve dancing. Like, I just yeah. fucking blacked out. It, it's outside, and Joe's sitting in a chair, and he's like, that was awfully nice. Oh. And, uh, and he's like, uh, about that kiss that happened. Oh, he's he's whittling yeah. a giant... I don't know why he's talking like this. Joe's whittling a giant replica of Abigail's ass. Mm -hmm. He's just on the porch, and it's the weirdest fucking old-timey little portrait of himself, but yeah. But he's like, uh, about that kiss that happened. Uh, don't don't worry about that. That was all acting. So, um, <laughs> if you could just marry Orville and be miserable for the rest of your life and, I don't know, have an affair and pump out some kids with that guy, that'd be cool. I'm gonna go by. See you later. Yeah. Uh... Or let's see. Uh, My next And then note. she's sad because she doesn't want to meet Orville. And in the next scene, Orville and her are sitting in a car together. And Orville's like, it's going to be strange having an actress in the family as a sister-in-law. Oh, I guess that joke I would be an actor and a family member too. Like, what the fuck does this movie have against actors? I mean, his Everybody dad's got shit against actors. Like, he's been brainwashed his whole life to think that actors are like fucking... Like child molesters or something, like, I guess. Oh, like, yeah. What's your sister seeing a fellow like him? And Judy Garland is like, well, he's handsome. He can sing. He can dance. He's putting on a giant theatrical performance. 
He's nice. He's not socially awkward. Like, should I go on? And he's like, doesn't Aah. dress like a giant child. Yeah, <laughs> like a, with a lollipop. Also, he's got an ass, like two hams fighting under a bed sheet. <laughs> it's just holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. And then there, Judy Garland walks into the 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 giant barn. And sees Joe, like, arguing with Abigail about... Yeah, it's like two like... football field lengths the way at the other end of <laughs> yeah. the barn, yeah. She's like, Distant he's echo. like, all right, we fucked up that entrance, let's do it again. And she's like, I don't want to do it again. And he's like, look, Abigail! This is like, I thought I had missed something, because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying attention to some parts while paying attention. I thought I had missed something with Abigail, because suddenly Abigail's like... She's like, like, I don't want to do it anymore. We've been rehearsing like, long enough. And he basically slaps it down and is like... Okay, listen. We're gonna do it again. Well, everyone else is watching too, because I thought it was the thing where she's gonna point out that maybe Joe's overcompensating and that he's like driving everyone's too hard because he wants to make sure this is a success. Yeah. And I thought maybe there was gonna be a thing where just just divining from the beginning of the scene, I thought, okay, well maybe this is gonna be uh, Jane teaching Joe to calm down a little bit and mm-hmm. like relax and embrace like the farm style like laid backness a little bit while he's there. But no, it turns out just Abigail's just suddenly snapped and lost her fucking mind. Yeah, yeah, she just he's doesn't like, want to practice anymore. Rehearsing. He's like, you're the only one complaining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and everyone else is just is just kind of like, what the fuck's going on all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah. but he lays so. into her and like fucking shape up. Yeah. And so and he she's points out like she Where? can't dance, she can't sing. It sounds yeah. like it's almost a wonder that she even got into this company to begin with. It's much just less. she got a roller tight, you know what I'm saying? Checkbook. Yep, her tech checkbook is very tight. So she keeps it very orderly in there. It's very balanced. It is utterly hairless, and that goes a little long oh. way for some guys. Uh, I said orderly. What hairless? Orderly hairless. What? Well, it's what kind of, of phrase is it? kind of checkbook orderly where there's no hair beef curtains. It's just very all tucked Fuck up inside. Oh, damn She's got it. an any checkbook. That is, <sighs> I'm just saying. Uh, dude's got dude's got what he wants. What he wants. The heart wants what it wants when it comes to checkbook meat. But he gets angry at Abigail. She goes away, and then the ascot douchebag is like, oh, people eventually. Uh, understand your brilliance and brr. Yeah. He's like, oh, I wonder if he's gonna be an asshole and fuck everything up for everybody. Turns out that is Thurston Howell Third, and this is yeah. where he meets Honey. He's like, oh, come on, love. Um, uh, and Jane comes in and is like, dude, don't fucking talk to my sister like that. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, I kinda have to. She's being a bitch. And she's like, mm, so long as you're standing under my roof, you'll obey my rules. And he's like, alright. I guess I'll handle her with kid gloves from now on. And Judy's like, hmm. Like, that was kind of some shade he just threw. Like, fine, I'll handle her with kid gloves. Like, that's that's a way of saying, like, fine, your giant whiny baby of a sister. I'll condescend to her if you want. Fine, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So then everybody leaves. Lights start to go off. And then uh, Gene Kelly does uh, finds a creaky creak in the floor. And then... He fixes it, and that's the end of the scene. That's all happens. Gets a couple nails. It was was a five-minute scene. It was really weird just watching him stand there. He sands it a little bit, though. But, you know, he wants to be professional about this. He's learned a lot in those three days on the farm. But this is, like, what I was talking about where, like... No, this starts up, like, even, like, so, yeah, he's just walking away. His foot creaks on the board. No, vice versa. Scratch that. Reverse it. Mm -hmm. And he just starts doing a little thing, but just to entertain himself. He starts. Yeah, this is like what I was talking about on uh, the Anchors Away episode, where they're Mm -hmm. like, we have to uh, give the dances props that they can do stuff with. So he starts, like, 
incorporating the creek into the floor. It's probably and then... the best day of his filming on this. Like, he'd not have to deal with Julie Andrews and just <laughs> by himself on the thing. He probably choreographed yeah. his own dance. He starts involving some newspapers and adding to that. And... Yeah, it's 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 really nice. Yeah, because, like, he walks over the board, it creaks a little bit, and he kind of goes back and starts tap dancing a little bit well with rhythmically creeping, uh, creaking on the board. And then the other the newspapers on the floor, and he kind of shuffles them with his feet. And it was a really great yeah. rhythmic way. Yeah. And then he starts tearing other people. And it's just like this nice little one-man performance for five yeah. minutes of just there, him just kind of entertaining himself. There's a point that I was going <clears> to, <throat> that I mentioned earlier, that he puts his foot on top of the paper and does a really fast, like, rat-a-tat-a-tat-tat yeah. on it. And his foot does not match the sounds. But oh, that really? is the most nitpicky thing I can say about it at all. Because the rest of What it he's physically doing is, like, fucking yeah. crazy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I said one of the other nitpicks about this. I saw people were like, "If you look closely, you'll see that the newspaper is printed on one side and seems to be a thicker stock than most newspapers oh my printed gosh. on." And uh, the the paper is probably pre-scored, so it would rip uh, uh, as needed for like it's just a really kind I don't of fussy. Think, I don't think like so. OCD note about the. I don't think stuff. so because it rips in such a way that one side's like bigger than the other and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's but just the, the internet just being yeah. like. Yeah. But it's a great fucking scene. Yeah, and you said this. This is like one of the scenes that kind of like really made a name for Gene Kelly. I mean, Gene Kelly been in Hollywood. I thought that somebody else. Maybe somebody I read online. Yeah, maybe. But like, this is one of his signature scenes that yeah. really kind of like when people would talk about Gene Kelly, it was like, man, did you see that shit? Fucking. Did you see that newspaper? Sally. Shit? <laughs> oh. Um. But uh, the next day, Judy Garland's hanging out with Abigail backstage, and she misses her cue to go on stage, which she's just fucking sitting on the side of the stage. And she is. She's. I thought she was doing. The, is she doing this on purpose? Fuck if I know. Yeah. But fucking missing your cue while the music blasting. Fuck you, Abigail. That bad. Fuck yeah. you. I guess especially it's her cue. when you're only like when you're that close to opening night or whatever. Yeah. Fuck you, Abigail. Uh. So he comes over and is like, "Hi, Abby." Yeah. Well, you he's trying your... to do the kid gloves approach. Yeah. yeah he's you, not coming over you yelling. He's just cue. like, Whoops. and she's like, "There's not enough time to change." Well, <laughs> Abigail, maybe if you weren't laying on your side rehearsing lines with your Playing sister. fucking Donkey Kong Returns you on wouldn't. your DS. And he's yeah. like, okay, well then I'll just, if there's not enough time, I'll give that part to to yeah. Susan B. Anthony. And she's like, ah, you're not giving my part to nobody. That part's he mine. He does say, okay, well, what do you suggest? How do we fix the situation? She's like, you just, oh yeah, she doesn't she, have well, a solution. Well, she's, like, she's uh, like, if you had t- taken care of this originally, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. And storms if, off. If you had arranged this so that the uh, scene changes were possible, doable, yeah. this wouldn't be an issue. And yeah. She really just, like, f- calls him out on being a shitty director is what she does. In front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So well, she doesn't call him out like... on being a shitty director. She calls him out on the fact that she doesn't know how to quick change. Because I have changed costumes very fast. Um... But then he turns, after she storms off, he turns to Jane and is like, all right. Yeah, this what is now? my note like, here is just Abigail just either suddenly lost her mind or Gene Kelly's always been a secret director Nazi. Yeah. Either one or the two here and it does turn out that she's just out of her fucking mind. Yeah. Just just because the plot needs it really actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't really make you wonder how she ever got along with this company at all. Yeah. Unless she just joined 3 days before they showed up here. Like I that. said, she looked really good naked. But the next day everybody's in the kitchen and the aunt comes in and is like after eating their 400 pounds of food <laughs> that fucking aunt Esma had to cook yeah. all by herself cuz everyone's she gives, too busy. She gives Jane's note and is like and Jane like what is it? Jane goes in the other room and then she comes back and she's like, "What the fuck?" And she gets Joe and she's yeah! like, "Come here." And she hands him the note and it says, "Jane, darling, I'm leaving for New York with Mr. Keith. 
He's got a part for me in his new play. Please understand, this is my big chance. Fuck you, Abigail. They did set up one scene earlier, too, that, like, she was talking to the, the Mr. Keith guy, yeah. and like, there was a little bit, like, where he was talking about, like, well, if you go, you could always go somewhere else, or, like, he yeah. would, had offered to give her an audition somewhere else or something like that, but, yeah, this is her taking him up on that and just yeah, and Joe's, fucking poofing, just Joe's, vanishing. Just... Joe's like, I don't give a shit about Keith. I can do his part, but yeah. I don't have anybody that can replace Abigail, even though she's not that good. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, so he's like, oh, Abigail's a bitch. She fucking left everybody high and dry. I do love Gene Kelly. Just rocks the soldier says she's she a bitch. <laughs> he's just like, I don't know what you want to know. But she, then he's, we're better off without her, even without anybody at all. But then he's like, wait a second, we've got this world famous singer. She's not in her prime no more, but we can use her. And they're like, you can do it. Uh, but come on, Jane. Convince your aunt to get in the show. Does he then, say that? No. So then the aunt is in the show, and it's really weird because oh, she's yeah, this old lady. She also breaks her hip, <laughs> and like in a way that her like leg bone pops out on stage, and like she's screaming, and a jet of blood comes out, and that's actually when the the, the curtains close, and it really just says a Metro Goldwyn Mayer production, <laughs> and you're like, was that some like meadow Andy Warhol shit? Like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Yeah. But, I do but, like for a moment I really did not know if there was a moment they actually offered Abigail's yeah, part to Aunt Esma. Uh, but uh, yeah. they're like, no, come on, come on, you could do it, you could do it. They just basically browbeat her into being in the performance. To be fair, they have no real choice. She's pretty much the only female available to them who's not Aunt Esma who could even do female. So, but then, but then, he does offer a piece of gold-pressed latinum. <laughs> uh, but then, but then yeah. there's a montage of, of Jane getting ready for the show. She's really working hard, too. You see that she's really busting her chops. And the <laughs> farm is just withering while she's doing this. Yeah. Pigs are dying. There's no one to feed them. God mm-hmm. knows the other actors aren't feeding them. But yeah. then, oh, good. Or- Orville shows up and is like... <laughs> I just invented popcorn. And Orville showed up and is like, Jane, what are you doing on that stage? I demand you get down right now. And she's like, Orville, now is not the time. I've got a show to get ready for. Go away. And yeah. he's like, oh... No wife of mine would have any. She's like, fucking. She really does just get the fuck out of here, Orville. Like her head spins around 180 degrees, and it's 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 like she's Harry Potter and Wizard People Dear Reader, and she's just like she just can't take this shit anymore. She's and the he's fucking, like, oh! she's the motherfucking HP, and she's just like, fuck, fucking shit. Yeah, yeah she really like. If Judy Garland could ever Hulk out in a film performance, this is the clue she ever got to. Yeah. yeah. But then there's a scene of Orville's dad yelling at him like, "Oh, you're a pussy!" Yeah, back you. at the farm, can't believe you're letting shop. that show happen. Which yeah. who the fuck cares about this show? Like, suddenly, like, why are you so? Why do you care about the show happening so much? Orville Senior, so like, like his livelihood somehow now is depends on that show not happening somehow. Like his, but then Orville's like, manlyhood. Shut up! And he's like, "What?" And he stands up. And he's like, "Shut up, old man! You've been bossing me around my whole life. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna stop that show, and I'm gonna do it without your help." And of course, the father's immediately cattle's like, "How dare you talk to your father like that?" Yeah. And so, because it's funny, because he was just being a yelly asshole to him. Just yeah, yeah wagga wagga wagga. And he's like, "I'm gonna do it on my own," and then he leaves. Uh, and then steals a rocket launcher and a <laughs> bucket full of grenades. Yeah. But then Judy Garland's nervous because it's opening night. Um, and, yeah, really. This yeah, really, and the aunt that's com- most the, of the movie blasted the, through. Yeah, the aunt comes in and is like, "Hey, there's a rumor that Orville's gonna try to stop the show. Yeah. Nobody knows where he is though." And she's like, "Well, 
he fucks the show. He ain't gonna fuck me. Which it kind of is like yeah. I mean that's that, that that's not too far off when she says just, everyone just kind of really shrugs it off like mm, fuck that asshole yeah yeah but Ding Jing comes in and gives her a peppy speech like and this is a pretty big dressing room that she's in all by herself mm-hmm. and the floor is all hay so it's still in the barn like how fucking big is that I can't get over how big this barn they is they just add a cafeteria and a screening room <laughs> in the last two days for production. But- but then yeah, the show is about to start, and you see a conductor starting to conduct, and there's there's <laughs> literally twelve dudes oh, sitting there that he's conducting. We skipped over the fact that Variety has already sent out oh, a yeah. notice about how half a dozen half a dozen Hollywood producers are going out of their way to attend this <laughs> opening night performance at the barn. Yeah, and Variety, yeah, Phil Silver, uh, Phil, Phil Silver's makes a big meal out of the fact yeah, that yeah, it's, it's Variety's covering this literal barnyard show. And then there's like yeah. a. Oh, tuxedo number it's all for you that opens the show and while i was watching i'm like i feel like miss piggy needs to come out in the <laughs> middle of this because this feels like a fucking muppets number like, yeah kind of like, yeah really about where she should just come out and start singing well it's 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 super meta because it's all the uh, performers coming out and really just telling the audience that like we're here for you we're here to entertain you yeah. yeah it's 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 kind of a crappy version of the muppet show opening yeah, yeah. But then uh, Gene Kelly and Judy Garland sing You Wonderful You, which is a fairly well-known song. Yeah, they try to rap um, it, but... But what are these outfits that they're wearing? He's wearing, like, a little beanie cap with a, a brim. There's and, some like, unfortunate... Co- like, there's a couple. Oh, the, oh there's stripes. So they're supposed to be, like, old-timey turn-of-the-century. Like, she's, like, a little pink girl. Like, with weirdly yeah. weird pink shoe sock yeah. things. <laughs> and he's got, like, a little pink vest... And a little pink like hat with a tiny brim, mm-hmm. and they just both look like they're fucking John Wayne Gacy fever dreams. Yeah. It's the yeah, it's. Nah. But then while they're performing, the sheriff shows up. Yeah. Uh, and is is the Anne is like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know." Orville told me to come here, and she's like, yeah, "I'm supposed to meet." Where him is Orville? And he's like, "Don't know." And she's like, See, "What's his is... plan?" He's like. Don't know. I'm like, is he gonna blow this place up? Is he well, gonna bring a gun? Like, they're obviously setting up some kind of I big thought, thing. What's Orville's plan here? I thought here? since he had the sheriff show up, he was gonna try to enforce that old timey law or something. Not to have but performance, like, but he never shows up. No, nothing comes of the Orville threat. Despite everyone being there and anticipate yeah. something happening, so the yeah. sheriff shows up to do nothing. But then we get the heavenly music number, which is fucking terrible. Oh my god. Also, this how... is AIDS on screen. How did this get mounted too? Because it's a bunch of actors pointing out how fucking dopey farm life is. The moment they presented this to Jane, you think Jane's first impulse would just be kind of narrow like her eyes and go, blacked out. What? Yeah. They've got giant fake feet on. This they is... have strings on their outfits that make their pants fall down. It's, it's... They stop singing in the middle to stand next to some dogs that bark while they talk. It's hee-haw before hee-haw. It's it fucking is... terrible. They, oh, the best part is that it's Phil Silvers and Gene, uh, 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 Gene Simmons and Gene Simmons. Yeah, <laughs> years before he was in Kiss. Yeah, uh, they're both like they got these big bucket wow. like overalls on and giant fake foam feet. Yep. And so they're they're not even really trying to dance, but it's just the whole thing talking about how yeah they have the heavenly music of the sounds of the farm. Yeah. Uh, this is a production number that uh, fucking uh, Judy Garland was supposed to be, and she was so smashed out of her mind, she just never showed up. Oh, nice. So it's one of those things where like, oh. well, I guess we're two hours behind schedule. I guess we should start, and I guess now it's going to be just two guys rather than two guys and a girl. Huh. And so, but you can see 
in other scenes, it's uh, she's actually dressed as a yokel too, but she yeah. never performs because they had filmed some of the other stuff. But okay. yeah, so yeah, that makes know. sense. Also, there's uh, several points in the the film where people are like rehearsing their lines, like dialogue yeah there's no dialogue a, in this it's a show. song and dance variety show there's yeah. no dramatic like yes we're going to put on a dramatic sketch yeah. but then we get the most famous song from this movie probably is uh judy garland singing come on get happy yeah she which mocks. is kind of her staple song is it yeah I think which so. is so sad considering like she well no this... I, let me one of hers because her most staple song well, is obviously it's... somewhere over the rainbow yeah but it's one of her more famous songs yeah um and also, I, I read that uh, it was filmed, like, two months after, mm-hmm. which is why she looks a lot thinner, so probably. So what happened was, I don't know if this was something they meant always meant to film, but maybe she was so unhappy with her own appearance or what. But yeah, the, she hired a hypnotist. Yeah. I think she was under threat of being kicked off production. So she hired a hypnotist to convince, like, to like whatever hypnotists do to convince people to lose weight. And she shed 20 pounds just so they could film this with a thinner version of herself. Yeah. And people have also pointed, I guess, her weight fluctuates throughout the rest of the film. But this is where she's suddenly, like, yeah, visibly, like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa like, what the, what happened? To the point when I was watching it, I thought maybe they had put her in a little bit of a chubby suit. Mm-hmm. Not even chubby. Like, well, it's not no, like she's super fat, but she's, She's like, an average person in the rest of the well, movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. She's an average human being, but now she's wasp-wasted. She's yeah. like the cartoony, idealized idea of what a starlet in a musical production number would be. That's the thing, yeah. The, we don't want to make it sound like she's, like, a dumb track the rest of the movie it's just mm-hmm. now she's been forcibly forced herself back into cartoon feminine shape for this one yeah. production in this film not a lot yeah. happens in this like the dancing is there the uh, song is fine, she slouches but... a fedora or yeah. whatever her hat is and she kind of she inspires around. michael jackson it's a terrible set because it's just like this yeah. pink set and nothing leads into this like it's the end of the yokel thing that just fades into the co- curtains opening for this and the fir- curtains close at the end of it yeah. and you can totally tell this is just dropped in randomly like yeah. in a, a, editing and, there's nothing yeah and, uh, uh, but she she does look good though she got the fucking yeah. fishnets her ass is almost hanging out it's yeah. just like you know i mean it's classic judy she knocked herself out for this performance and it's immortalized on film she does a really good job even yeah. though she's like the height of her sadness singing can i get happy it's kind of yeah. the most modeling kind of like thing or um, just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But while that's going on, Orville is driving back from New York, I guess. Where, so, I don't know where this That's what I'm saying, because she just, he says, I think there's something. But this, he's driving back with like, Abigail. He may have just, like, intercepted her at the airport or something know, like that. But he's like, I tried really well, hard also, to find you. they're driving out in the middle of the country, and they suddenly teleport to the middle of the city, too, in the yeah. same scene. But she's but, like, hey, uh, we gotta hurry up. They're holding the show for me, because Abigail's like that. And yeah. he's like, oh, and she's like, and she's like, right? And he's like, yeah, I sent him a telegraph. Didn't I? And like they wouldn't have. Well, held... I guess that's the hey, joke, bitch. They wouldn't have held the show for you anyway. No, they'd have been like, "Fuck you, you so, so many of your bridges so brightly. You think they're really gonna like fuck up their opening night just for yeah. you? Yeah. I guess I mean, she doesn't anticipate the fact they're just gonna replace her with uh, Judy Garland. But but they, you know. Abigail and Orville show up after all this fucking stuff is done, and they're like, "Oh, get fuck, get fucked, Orville." And she's like, I don't love you anyway. And then she makes out with Joe right there in front of him. Yeah. And then Ab- he want- he's like, I gotta stop the show! And Abigail, like, clocks him in the jaw, which makes him fall in love with her, apparently. Yeah, he falls down, and sh- but she falls but she down. But she does kind of give He falls a- down into her lap. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Ki- she does kind of give a look like, oh, fuck, now I gotta deal with this guy. Yeah. Uh, but then, because the father's like, oh, our family's together. And she's like, fuck. Um... Why did he want the sheriff there? I, There's no reason. Because like whatever, I guess whatever. It's plan just a red he herring. I guess. Was, 
maybe he realized, maybe he found out the last moment Abigail was had left the production so maybe he, like maybe he was gonna blow the place up or Fuck something yeah, like that then at the last moment he's like well maybe instead of killing people i could just <laughs> sabotage well all he all he wants is judy garland back yeah. so if he could just get the woman that she's replacing the production back all he had to do was wait a day i know uh but then orville not so much for playing him there's like a half a number of them singing the happy harvest song from the beginning yeah, hello exactly, neighbor yeah. happy harvest and it's the end i and was it, shot. I was like, really? That's the. This is it. And then, but then it, it turns out after a post-credit singer that the show bombed and none of the producers wanted anything to do with it, and they all died penniless and alone. No, it turns out that uh, turns out that uh, Gene Kelly had a bunch of Kool Aid and rat poison. Mm. <laughs> they kept they police showed up in that farm a week later. And everyone just dead and their corpses rotting in the sun with half drunk. Gl- gl- Dixie I, cups of Kool-Aid in I think hand. my version's not quite as dark as yours. Nah, I prefer my version, because, you know. G. Kelly's charismatic, charismatic enough. I could see him being a cult leader. Um, uh, there's also a weird cut in the at the end of uh, the, the Get Happy tuxedo number, mm. where at the very end, when she's singing her last sustained note, suddenly she, like, shifts poses. Mm. Like, it's a bad edit from two different takes that kind of splice together. I'm not weird. quite sure why, but... Yeah, just editorially, this movie's a little uh... wonky. Which, granted, if if Judy Garland was, was as whacked out on drugs as everyone says she was, yeah. I'm sure they had to do a lot of editorial weird tricks and stuff like that just to keep her so she's not, like, letting out a little loose fart in the middle well, of I a think, dance or something, but... I think it was an interview with Phil who said, like... Oh, shit. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Uh, who said that basically, like... Oh, you're me. like Oliver. Uh, Are you allergic to seeds or fat men in basements? Yeah. Uh, he basically said that, like, in certain scenes, like, they'd have to have Judy, uh, or getting ready for scenes or whatever, him and Gene would have to have uh, each arm, like, in, wrapped around Judy to keep her from falling down. Oh, man. He said it was one of the worst experiences of who his life. This? I think it was Gene, or Phil, but Phil I Silvers? might be wrong. But yeah, I think so. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I guess... I, yeah, people would probably have some crazy... Fucking nuts stories to tell. Uh, yeah, he the said the, the set thing. was a disaster zone. Fuck. And it's so sad because she had committed herself to a uh, hospital to get cleaned up three months before yeah. this film shot. So she was supposed to be, like, the whole reason they did this movie was like, okay, you're cleaned up. We're going to give yeah, you one it's more almost, shot. It's almost like studios forcing drugs down little kids' throats. See, I had no idea that's how life. this shit started. That's even more bleak. If she just found well, because they not that it makes it what, better if she found to, drugs by herself, they had to but pump out like dozens of movies. Well, yeah, no, here. yeah, it's Jesus Christ. Like uh, there um, I don't know if you've gotten to them yet, but there's a uh, you must remember this podcast episodes about yeah, Judy good... that are fucking depressing because they fucked her up so badly. Yeah, that's such a good podcast that I like. I can only take the podcast in small doses. It's a podcast about Hollywood history, warts and all. Yeah, and it would yeah, I could see that very easily. The Judy Garland episodes being man like. I'm going to listen to this on some bright sunny day where I can like <laughs> tolerate this but yeah just um on the bright side Judy Garland does look like an Oompa Loompa in her striped faux farmer getup in the last number <laughs> she's wearing this green farmer outfit with mm. white stripes it really is if you dressed an Oompa Loompa as a farmer this is what it would look like perfect uh but yeah that's it that's really that I, I was I was I was surprised um is this only our second musical no, we've done like Pirates and Pins. Oh, right. Like, this is our second Gene Kelly musical. Right. Pirates but we've done other. I mean, we've done like. Is it only our third? I mean, we've done animated musicals. We just did eh, Rodel Dorado. I'm trying to live action musicals. Pirates and Pins. Right? Pretty sure it's only our third. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it wasn't terrible. Some of the numbers were good. Yeah. But it's not good. But 
knowing like what Judy Garland was going through at the time makes it a lot harder Even if to divorce watch. the Judy Garland stuff. There's not a lot here in this. She's movie. still performing really well, but man, just knowing how rough she was doing at the time, sometimes there's certain shots where you look at her and you're like, oh, poor Judy. Yeah, man. Um. So yeah, Judy. Uh, Gene Kelly stepped into this movie just as a favor to uh to Judy Garland, who had co-starred with him in his debut film. For me and my gal eight years yeah. earlier, which I, I, would, I am curious about their other films they did together now. When they she did was, three films. They did yeah. this, The Pirate, and For Me and My Gal. Yeah. Where, and they, where she was more coherent would be I looked up, as soon as the movie was over, and I was looking up the trivia for this movie, and I saw for, uh, for Me and My Gal, and I looked up a clip of them dancing in that movie. And it's only eight years before this, but Judy Garland's was an entirely different person. She's yeah. like super energy she's the judy garland that everyone remembers well from she Wizard was Rush. probably fucking jacked out of her mind when they shot that <laughs> that's true but like they're they're dancing it's all black and white and it's just a little she it's just built so up a resistance there. yet fuck that's even depressing to even think about why that's so yeah. mm, 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 mm. uh jane kelly had to feign injuries to cover for her being unable to perform he would Man. tell the studio that he had injured himself to justify shutting down the set for a day so she would have time to recover and to come back and film the, the next day uh, despite the production bending over backwards, especially Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly, good guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The whole see you next Thursday thing seems a little <laughs> bit like, unless he, had, he really had reached his breaking point, he's like, fuck you, get the fuck out of here. Which, to be fair, she fucked him pretty hard then. Um, despite the production bending over backwards to accommodate G uh, Judy Garland, uh, she continued her erratic behavior during filming, such as randomly not showing up to film the big-footed country yokels number, and yeah, which I mentioned that she's—you could see she's actually in costume in during the big finale scene. And uh, yeah, Garland would be permanently shit canned from MGM after pulling more stunts like this on her next picture too. So yeah. she was fired uh, just like partially into production for that uh, whatever the hell the next film was. But huh. that's it. Yeah, she kind of burned all of her bridges at the studio that made her famous yeah. with this and the next film. So well, this and I guess the whatever shit led up to her having to dry out before this movie in, in the first place. But yeah. Monkey pants. That's okay. summer soup. That's summer soup. Summer stock. Summer stock. Boring ass. Yeah. Rentable yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Don't get the HD version. It's so beautiful. Like, I don't think anyone... Actually, you know, I just... No one's clamoring just, for an HD reissue of this film. Just search the dances from it. Really, just search Come On, Get Happy. Yeah, and spend search, 20 minutes watching that and stuff. And search Gene Kelly newspaper. You'll find it. Yeah, those are the two big highlights from this yeah. one. At least both performers get the highlight number. Yeah, I mean those two numbers they do do is really good, like the yeah. newspaper thing, and yeah, get happy. I've, that song's kind of old and fucking cheesy what? as shit. It's kind of old from an old nineteen fifty movie. It's only like really. a seventy year old film, but <laughs> shot. I hate your face. <laughs> I hate your face. Okay, but yeah, that's that's yeah. Oof. I want to do more Judy Garland and, and stuff though. I wouldn't mind more doing more Gene Kelly stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like this was not necessarily a great film, but just from an anthropological film history perspective, it's just. Yeah, kind of yeah, interesting to see. I've seen a... Mm, now, where do we stand on... It's behind the curtain shit, but we might as well do it. Yeah. Some people might wonder this ourselves. Mm -hmm. Where do we stand on like shit we saw them when we were like too young to remember? I think some se. of that stuff, yeah. Because I've seen a lot of Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney stuff, but I don't remember it. We 
we're coming very close to having watched every film ever made, and we're going <laughs> to run out of material. <laughs> it's true. I think we've only got about five left. Like uh, if I so see, we're going to have to come up like with a I've new... Like, I've seen every episode of Perry Mason. If yeah. I see one and I don't remember it, is yeah, it new to Yeah, it doesn't really me? count. Exactly. I've seen an episode and a half of Batman the Animated Series yeah. five, like 20 years ago. Does that count? Um, no, I think that's totally... I would... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've even been pushing for stuff that we inflict on each other where... Well, no. Because I was going to say stuff that we had watched back in the day, but maybe the other person hadn't seen, but that still sticks that's, to the rules. That's, but, that's, yeah, that's fine. But <laughs> that's there should literally be, what this is. There should be months where we go back and revisit some of our favorite things to see if... Uh, something may, we have, may not have had seen in a long time to see if it still holds like up. Like I said. Like One Crazy Summer. Like I said. Well, I haven't seen that, so I know, viable. but that, that still sticks to the rules. But, but Like I said, we get enough listeners. We can do true. that. Guys, if you invite at least 14 of your friends to listen to this podcast... Start a pyramid scheme about send this us, podcast. Send us your UPC barcodes <laughs> clipped off every box of Tardy the Party podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will get a free cardboard cutout of Bill Mudrin. <laughs> Standing there. Life-size. <laughs> Life-size. Yeah. To hide in your shower to scare your roommates. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Naked. <laughs> oh, no. Mask. Nope, it just took a dark turn. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Hey, man. Bill, what are you doing next time? I am doing... Did you forget? Another, it's another classic film musical it's called the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across oh, the eighth we're dimension doing that. okay what are we doing wait were we not gonna do that no i didn't know oh well, you we, had we were up to a couple two ideas. things yeah uh i keep on threatening to do batman the animated series uh which i want to do i promise actually after buckaroo bonsai unless something else happens i will do that uh i was all set to do that for the next episode but then i forgot summer games done quick starts tomorrow after mm-hmm. we re- record this and you've got to watch bluegrass laugh <laughs> Google search. Don't uh, do it. You'll, S- your ears will bleed. Yeah, summer games done quick. Blue glass and that guy's. I he show. Oh my! And he shows up for all the retro stuff too. And even if he's not near the camera, you could always hear him in the mm-hmm. background. Yeah. And it's just oh my fucking. He has God. a very distinctive laugh. They shouldn't have sent him to Stephen Colbert. That would have been amazing. Mm. But yeah, summer games done quick is the uh, uh, live streaming retro gaming thing that goes on all week uh, once every summer and. I'm going to be spending all my time watching that this week. <laughs> watching that and playing Overwatch. Oh, well, that's the other thing. Oh, but also, in a month, the Olympics start, and that's going to take up a lot Oh, that's going to be time. a fucking disaster. So if I'm going to do any long projects, oh, that's if, if the fucking airport doesn't get nuked on Who's the first day. Who's ready to watch or, Olympics athletes get stabbed? Or one of the stadiums doesn't collapse on opening yeah. day. There's Yeah, there may not be a whole month's worth of Olympics going on. We'll find out the hard way. <laughs> anyway, but assuming that yeah. does go off, that's okay, going to be so, taking up a bunch of But, but yeah, for so at least. Buckaroo Banzai. And a hopefully, Buckaroo Banzai, then what are you choosing? next yeah the one crazy song i don't know we'll see <laughs> and then it's gonna be batman the animated series okay which i hear batman is in and stuff i watched that batman versus superman this week we gotta wrap up i have to pee so bad oh man okay yeah okay. that's that's speaking of pee and to listen to bill's thoughts on batman versus superman look up the boy howdy episode from the week ending or the f- july 4th yeah, July third, two thousand sixteen. Look up that episode. It's gonna be a cr- classic. We'll talk about it. Really, my only things are just and eh, it was a podcast dot com. Okay, gotta go. Gotta go. So, oh man, I can in- see the yellow in your eyes just <laughs> oh, filling no. up like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's Mudrin on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardypodcast.com. dot Podcast mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, share it with your friends. In- enjoy the things that we enjoy. This sound it, right here. <laughs> That is me taking the summer sausage out of our pop culture hole and putting it back on the cell. Gross. That's the name of this uh, movie, right? Summer sausage. <laughs> summer stock. I, I love it. I get it from yeah. I get it from the mail every Christmas. Summer sausage. So until next time, everybody, keep filling your holes 
with pop culture. Bill, shut up. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. You treat me like I'm your Orville. <laughs> oh, shut up. Bye. Uh, I want to be told. I don't want to be asked. <laughs> no. Okay, take care, guys. Bye.